The City of Lakeland strives to provide transparency for our residents with the goal of having an informed and engaged citizenry. Views shared by those interviewed are not necessarily the views and beliefs of the City of Lakeland as a government entity. We have an exciting episode today. Today I am here interviewing with Josh Galetta, also known as Bump. What's up, Bump? Hey man, how's it going? Welcome to the house. So how long have you been in Lakeland? I've been in Lakeland a little over 10 years. I moved here from Tampa, but I'm from Georgia, but been in Lakeland for 10 years now. Okay, and how long have you been interested in art? I guess for the career-wise and doing it to survive, it's been about five years. I've always drawn since I was a little kid, but actually like trying to pursue it and doing something with it and see what happens. It's been about the last five years. Okay. What are your greatest like influences when it comes to art, your style, or? I have such a diverse, like I love comic books, but also I love watching cartoons with my kids. I love going to the art museum and see what people do, because you always see these massive paintings and just like, you know, why do they put this here? Why do they do that? And um, even just, um, just really old people from like the 1800s, how they used just dif different pens than we had, just to see how they pulled off things that just look amazing. I'm like, how? I can't even do that with what I have today. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So just, just, just a variety. I just, I like it all. There's so many influences out there for me. Yeah. So you were talking about getting those influences from just different things that you see every day. Yeah. Um, is that what you say makes your style stand out from everyone else today? Or well, it's, it's always like a process because I feel like I'm always getting inspired. I'm always changing up because if you saw what I used to draw like in high school to what I just used to do a few years ago to where I am now. I feel like I'm constantly evolving, yeah. but when it starts on a pencil, it's like a huge mess. And then when I kind of bring in the ink and paint, it just kind of gets less and less. So I try to do that, like the minimal look to it. But at first it's just like, I'm just putting everything I could possibly do. And it's almost like I tell people it's like working with clay because you're constantly shaping and molding and scraping away. And I kind of look at it that way. I'm kind of, when I'm bringing in the ink and paint, I'm just shaping it, getting rid of some of the extra details I put in there and just see if I can capture it with as little mm -hmm. as possible. Okay. <laughs> so at what point, that leads me to the next question. Yeah. So at what point did you realize you could actually make money from doing right. art? Well, it's a funny story. Okay. Um, I was like in a bad, the accident part was not funny. So I was in a bad accident, had to get, I got PTSD from it, got some counseling and the therapist told me like, I need to, for dealing with it and some exercise and recovering, she's like, you need to find something that you love to do put everything you have into it and then just find a way to release it somehow. So in my mind and my you know, way of you know, assessing that was to like, I'm gonna go hide artwork. I'm gonna make something and just leave it some random place and see what happens. So I would just like leave little original drawings at coffee shops, bookstores, uh, nature parks, just wherever I was at, just leave it, even in a mall sometimes. And one day somebody found it and they said, hey, I found your artwork and I would be willing to pay you if you make something for me. I was like, holy cow, somebody wants to give me money to make something for them. So that's why I made an Instagram and made a website and just couldn't believe it. And next thing I know, <laughs> wow. selling shirts and hats and prints and my originals and it's been an amazing ride. And so that leads me to the next question. <laughs> um, are most of your clients now in Lakeland or are they just in Lakeland? Do you have people? It's all over the country. It's been phenomenal. Um, my favorite one I'm working on right now was a punk band I used to listen to when I was a teenager. It's getting back together 
and the guy wrote me like, hey, do you want to do our album cover? And I'm like, yeah, man, no problem. But at the house, I am jumping like, yeah, oh my goodness. I even told him like, I traded one of my first skateboards for their CD. And so they're based in Chicago. And you know, I get, I get stuff for people all over, for New York and North Carolina, Georgia, uh, Seattle. So it's just, it's been nice. I do a lot here in Florida, but it's just been, you know, the word's been spreading and just a lot of cool opportunities. Mm, wow, that's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where it's going to go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so your work is out there. People are starting to see it. You're getting phone calls. You're getting emails from interested people. Um, do you ever get the opportunity to maybe like collab with other artists who design or or do you like yeah. stick to your own <laughs> lane? It's, I know it's kind right. of an open. Like question. I'll do my own style, but there's been chances where I've had people like they want to like colorize some of my pieces. So that's been like a fun little just to see how they, you know, their interpretation of it. Or I've done like a mural with somebody or we even like kind of co-designed, there's a few people I've done shirt designs for, so they'll give me like maybe initial sketch or an idea and then I'll put my thing on of it. So it'll be like we work together in that way, but um, that's pretty much the most of the collaboration opportunities I've had. Just, okay. uh, you know, seeing. See so, as a, so as a fellow creative, what would you say is your, do you have a passion project? What do you do outside of yeah. designing? I love the community. I love uh, helping people. One of my day jobs was doing things like volunteering wise once a month to help out. And so I always want to have my give back, but I want it to be my choice to give back because I feel more than money or more than an art piece, I want also to be my time and who I am. And so I've donated some murals. I've donated some time to teach art classes for just like Parker Street and other ministries here in town, Gospel Inc. I just feel like I want to give what I, I feel like I have, my talent, my skill, and I like to also be able to choose it in a sense. Because I feel like most people who have their own business will get asked for donations, and you know you don't want to be rude, but I also like to, I, don't know, I just I like to have a little bit of a, a choice in who I help out and why I help out, how much I can give. So every year we pick a few people to do things for. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. I didn't I didn't know about all the other uh, different organizations that you kind of help out. Right, it's been fun, like Parker Street, because they do some some of the classes, and I'll get to come in and just teach them how to draw. So I've taught them how to do superheroes to like how to do landscape drawings or how to do portraits and just a lot of fun going in there and working with the, the people who help out. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about the Creative Makers. All right, yeah. So the Creative Makers was inspiration. Um, when I first started doing my artwork here in town, I felt like I needed some advice and tips to you know do certain things to get to the next level. But I felt a lot of people were keeping things close to chest and so I guess, you know, the trade secrets. And I felt like, well, as I learn, I don't want to be that way. I want to be like an open source. And I, so part of that, I went to a, a conference in Memphis for like creatives and illustrators. And I just loved how it went. And I loved that the, the speakers, people who do like the head design for Facebook or Air Jordans or Nike or Nickelodeon, they do their talk, but then five minutes later, they're hanging out with you, talking and just being a normal person. So I'm like, I want to do a baby version of that here in Lakeland. So I, I shared my idea to Becky Yohi and Sonny, and I was like, can we do this here? And they're like, yeah, I'll help you out. And so we each had our little thing, but the whole idea was just to get every type of creative in Lakeland together, whether you're a writer, uh, a chef, a woodworker, an artist, a graphic designer, a photographer, a film, all of us come together just to get motivated and encouraged and get to the next level. But also for those like, hey, where do I get shirts made? Where do I um, sell my stuff? How do I do a website? Who can help? So just the thing where we do it like a TED talk, where we get motivated by a couple speakers here in town, but then also we have a chance to mingle, interact, and connect, and share things. 
and it's been going for almost two years now, meeting every single month. Even with Irma coming through, we didn't miss a, <laughs> didn't miss a beat, which was awesome seeing everybody come out. But it's just cool to see our community grow. And now we have a, a sister group in Plant City, which is happening, and they meet every, uh, or once a month as well, on like a second Tuesday. And so it's just kind of fun just to see it happening. And we got some more in the works too. Oh, okay. And so what times do they usually, are they yeah. held or? Yeah, the Creative Makers meets the first Monday every month at mm -hmm. seven, and we're always at a different location. So we've met at like Cobb and Penn, Concord, Art Centric, House 820, Artifact, uh, the Federal Bar, and uh, just many other places, Lakeland Live. It just, and it's fun because like a lot of communities hearing about us, and especially for them, the location on a Monday, coming in with 50 to 100 people, that's good for them. So our group, just by showing up, gets to help a business out on a Monday. So we get to like invest in them, but also get to connect and get to meet each other and learn about what's going on and help mm -hmm. others. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, another thing that I heard about is you're in the podcasting. I am. Could you tell me a little bit about that? All right. So I have an amazing wife. And um, last November, I was telling Mary, like, if I did a podcast, I would do it this way or this. I wouldn't do a long monologue at the beginning and just told her all the things I would do if I had one. And it's just like a conversation we always have when we're driving. So at Christmas, she's like, all right, here you go. And she gave me like a podcast kit and she's like, do it. So I'm like, okay. And so I just said, I'll, I'll just do a small one just because of my time. I just picked 10 people in town that I, and in town and out of town that I felt like had just a great story to tell. And, and it was just me kind of like leading the conversation. And I did, I did 10 and it was phenomenal. I had a great time. I met some amazing people. And now I'm working on my second season and I've already got a few done and working on a few more. But I just feel there's people out there, just things they've done in their life that others haven't heard about that we can relate to or connect with or be inspired from. And that's kind of the whole purpose, just just to tell the, the good, the bad, the dirty, but also just the, the, the amazing thing they went through and they do now and try to leave it with a challenge at the end. I love seeing fellow creatives um, going above and beyond what people would think is in the box of being creative. Yeah. So when you're doing these podcasts and you're interviewing people. I, by the way, I heard you interviewed the mayor and the mayor. Nicole Travis, the CRA. Yep. And Shelly, the president of the Magics. And uh, just, a, I mean, a lot of great people. My buddy Eric, who's a Mr. NC. And so we did everything from music to food to politics to community. Just got it all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so nice. I keep it diverse and just, uh, you know, there's some amazing people here in town and in Tampa and things like that. Okay. So for. Just giving some advice yeah. to um, to other artists or fellow creatives. What advice would you give to artists who are freelancing or trying to get their work out there um, on how to do it? Yeah. Well, I think all of us start off with an idea or a dream. And I think also that's where a lot of us stop and end or get stuck. And my whole thing is just, just go for it. Don't even wait. Don't hesitate. If you have an idea for drawing, do it. If you have an idea for maybe a website or social media, go for it. I mean... You'll never know unless you try. And if it fails, all right, like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else or let's do an adjustment. So there's a lot of things I've attempted that have not worked out. And I'm like, all right, let's try it a different way. But also the hard ones, you gotta have thick skin. You need to get critiqued. You need to let people tell you what they think. Besides your best friends and your mom and dad, you gotta let other people have some insight. And so thankfully I just, I love that. I love um, constructive criticism. I love some advice and tips because I feel like that inspires me, I can build off that, I can understand what they're seeing versus what I'm seeing. But also I like that I can share that back with them on their thing. So it's, again, it's like almost like a community. But the main advice is just take that idea and try it out. Don't just sit on it and tell everybody about it, just go for it, do it. 
So if you have a painting idea, paint it. If you have a business idea, you know, go for it. Try it. Do like a little market just to see if you can sell what your, your idea is. Okay. okay. And then there was another thing that I've heard. Um, the mass market indie fleet. Yeah. How is that going? Are you involved? How involved in that? I love that. It's just, I don't think I have the time or means to do a brick and mortar to set up my own store, storefront. But these are usually once a week and I can bring in my prints or my hats or my shirts and things I made and just see what the public thinks. And every time I go, I get inspired by the other vendors. So I'm always changing my setup, making it, you know, bigger, brighter or whatever. But I also get inspired by what they do and what they create. It's just, it's nice to see fellow entrepreneurs trying to get their launch and do their thing. And the fact also it's in different towns and different locations, but it's just taking that idea and going for it. And it's a little bit of investment, you gotta pay for a spot, but it's so amazing that feeling of somebody buying something that you made or something that you created and they're like, I love this. That's probably like the best adrenaline rush I get from just doing that. And just, I love talking to people and meeting them as well. Yeah. Oh, that's that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. I would say, um, I mean, we're talking about getting inspired and uh, interacting with other people, other creatives yeah. uh, outside of just the typical, I guess, when people think of a designer, you got to be this or that. Yeah. And you were talking about being influenced by just the people around you. So how important do you feel it is for artists to get out there and explore? Oh, it's, it's key because... You can get stuck in a rut. You could um, not grow as an artist. You can uh, just get used to doing it your way. And then when a chance comes to try something new, you're too afraid because it's different and it's off the beaten path. But it just, you know, you got to exercise to stay healthy. You got to eat healthy to stay healthy. And so as an artist, you got to check out other people and see what they're doing and take a little bit in. I love to do like my own tributes to other artists just to see like what it was like to create what they did or just how my version of theirs would look. But you have to. It's just. I think it's just a, a key thing, just for your mind and eyes to see and experience what others are doing and why they did it. Okay. <laughs> now, could you tell the people where's where's a place where they could see more of your work? Oh man, I've been very fortunate. Lakeland's been very kind to me. So um, my first place I ever got to team up with was a kind place. Ida asked me to come in and sell some of my prints, and I'm like yeah, no problem. And I'm like, how do I make print? You know, just like it was a, just a, a phenomenal opportunity. But since then, Scout Tag sells uh, all my Lakeland Landmark pieces and my hats. And then I just recently launched my stationery line. So I'm over at Stationery Loft selling my, my birthday cards nice. and thank you cards and some of my other products. And then everything else is sold online or at markets. And um, just, you know, some other opportunities are in the works too. But it's just, it's just fun to, you know, you're walking downtown and seeing somebody wearing your shirt or hat or buying your print. It's just a uh, it's just been a phenomenal opportunity and just, you know, doing something here in town. So you were saying earlier that you were, um, after your accident, you were kind of driven to create works and put it out there. Are you still putting out free oh, yeah. artwork out there? I always have a, a, a print with me to hide. There's always some in my car. And for me, that was just therapy. It was fun to do. And then my kids started doing it. And uh, a few years ago, somebody's like, hey, I'm going to like Bangkok or Germany. Could I take some? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I started making travel packs for people. And sometimes I'll surprise somebody who buys something, I'll put one in there. But yeah, people are now are hiding them for me and with me. It's like a, just a fun thing to do. But there's some going to France and Germany next week. I had a lady I just dropped some off yesterday. She's doing a cross country from Alaska back here to Florida. Uh -huh. And... Um, but yeah, it just, I still do it. It's still like my calling card. It's always been fun. And I was inspired by Tony Hawk because he would always, 
he's a millionaire. He's like, I don't need to buy new stuff. And everybody's giving him things. And so he would take those free products and he would hide them and then post it on Instagram. Like, hey, this is over here at this monument or this is the city. And also Banksy, the graffiti artist, just how he would strategically place his pieces. So I'm like, on a small scale, how can I <laughs> replicate and have fun with it? And so it's just hiding prints and leaving different places. And there's like a little calling card in the back asking people they find it just to show some love and repost it and tag me in it. And man, it's just fun. I've seen pieces, some of my pieces in Iceland and Ireland and um, just all over America. So it's been a... Now you found a way to kind of like track these. Have you ever... Yeah like looked online and seen your works that somebody's found? I have, and it's fun just seeing people. Some people just, they'll have taken it home and just like, hey, we framed it or did something with it. Or some people are like, hey, I found it here. One was, um, we, uh, a friend of ours, they went to Africa and they hit it down at one of these insane waterfalls. And next thing you know, I kept getting these like messages from somebody, but I didn't know who they were. Cause I didn't find it. it was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but when I opened it, it was a teacher. And she's like, hey, I found your artwork here at this waterfall and just wanted you to know. And it was just, I mean, cool. it was just really cool just to see I'm interacting with somebody on the other side of the world who found a print that somebody hid and just had this fun little interaction. We have this little story now. So, That's crazy. Yeah. Just to think that your work is like all over the world <laughs> and people are finding it and they're reposting it. I don't know how I would feel or what I would think <laughs> to get an email from somebody like in Africa saying, hey, I yeah. got this, I see it, it's yours, you're out here, man. Yeah, it's a little numbing at first, you're just like, oh my, this is actually happening, it's there. Because you, know, you always daydream about where and what and how, but to actually see it, it's been pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, like, keep doing your thing, keep inspiring others, yeah. and definitely, man, we have to keep tabs on you. You gotta yeah. figure out what you're doing, and uh, is there any place people can follow to I guess, see what you have going yeah. on. I'm very active on Instagram, so at Bump Galetta. And I just, I try to stay active with social media because I feel that's my best interaction with people. But we have the Creative Makers once a month, the podcast, and um, my website. So I just, I'm doing it all, trying it, and it's it's hard because everything's changing, so you're always trying to stay up to date with people. And, oh man, I don't know how people do it, but we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> but also trying to keep it ourselves too, you know. Definitely, definitely. Well, I love the 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 feel that you have um when it comes to sharing your knowledge to other artists and just the the community yeah and this tells a lot about you and and what you're investing into the community because oh. it may not always be about money it may right. not always be about uh different products but when you have somebody that's trying to better the community using their gifts yeah. you know that goes away because you're it goes a long way because you're inspiring others you're inspiring mm -hmm. kids to get out there and sketch and to get out there and be creative. So Thanks, man. we definitely need that in Lakeland. Well, somebody invested in me and just if I can give that back, that's how me and Mary always talk about what, what can be our give back because it's not about the attention or this or that. It's just, we were fortunate that when I had my accident, we were in a really rough spot and the community came and helped us in ways that I don't think I can ever, you know, physically repay. So I feared at least by contributing, giving back and showing the love that I felt we received then we'll do it that way. And it's just been fun to see how, you know, where it's taken us and what's happened and just opportunities that keep coming and going. And, um, but yeah, that's our, our thing. Just however we can give back and help others. Well, I appreciate the time <laughs> and thank you for having me. Yeah, man. And I can't wait to see what you have going on in the future. Thanks. Thanks for coming to, to the studio and hanging out. The spot, man. <laughs> the spot, yeah. Where yeah. it happens every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's good. I mean, you have this creative space and I think it's so important to have your own space to where yeah. you can get in your element and really zone in. Right. It's, it, it's, it's definitely a priceless feeling because you need that.
You do, and you can lock it down. It's also fun when you know the kids come in and pick up your shoulder and tell you what you, they see or what they think. So it's just uh, have that little interaction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks. No problem.